Thanks for listening to this Ave Maria radio podcast. Be sure to share it with your friends and family and across social media. Building the church so we can bless the nations. This is Ave Maria radio. And good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. Joining right now, a longtime friend, Dino Valley. Dino's a voice teacher, a performer from Italy, uh, sings opera, radio personality over at 1440 WMKM. And uh, Dino sent me a note the other night reminding me and actually introducing me to uh, the venerable uh, Salvo de Quisto who was a policeman during the Second World War and has a story which was new to me. And I thought this is a story that I'd like to hear Dino tell us about. Dino, how you been? Very good, Al. How are you? I'm doing well, yeah. Uh, I I appreciate you getting in touch with me. Yeah. So tell me the story of uh, uh, Salvo de Cuisto. Back in 2000, if you recall, when we took the first Michigan Catholic radio pilgrimage the, for the beatification of Saint Faustina Kowalska, yes, mm-hmm. and with John uh, John Cruz at all, and we were at that time on one of the dinner along with Father John Edges, we were approached by Monsignor Gabriele Tetti, who is the was and you know he's, he's passed down right now the postulator for the policeman's cause m- meaning uh, salvo d'acquisto and from uh, 2014 to 2018 he uh, feverishly you know fought for the for this cause uh, himself a former member of the carabinieri ted he was compelled uh, to uh, to press on for this uh, uh, Sanctification of Salvador Aquisto, the mm-hmm. martyr. Yes, yes. And uh, everything was going well. Saint uh, John Paul II mentioned him, and he was uh, ready to proclaim him a saint martyr. And then he he left us. He, he you know he, there was not enough time to do it because these things six times. Right. He made uh, Saint. Um, Saint Catherine, many saints, uh, in particular uh, Saint Maximilian Kolbe at the time, uh, many saints. Uh, so Salvador Cristo was pushed uh, on, the, on the back burner for a, for a while, and then uh, they reopened, uh, uh, meaning Gabriele Sede, Monsignor Sede, reopened the issue with uh, uh, His Holiness uh, the Pope the Sixteenth. And then you know what happened to him. He gave the uh, he, he resigned, and again Salvo was pushed on the back back burner. Now, almost 20 years later, with uh, Pope Francis, uh, we we have a good chance. Yes. I mean, as as you know, when uh, when you're a martyr, Saint Martyr, you don't have to prove any 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 miracles. Right. Uh, he gave his life for 22 people, so yeah. he's. Uh, He's next in line. I believe this is the time right now to do it. Very good. Th- tell us the story of his martyrdom and uh, a little bit about his person, his character. Yes, 
he is uh, he was born in Naples, so he's a Neapolitan, Naples, Italy. There is. So at the early age of 18, he was bit by the the bug to be a carabiniere. Carabiniere, you know, the uh, the elite force of uh, of uh, the police force. So at the age 19, 18, 19, actually, he he was admitted and he became the carabiniere. Then. Uh, then he did two years stint in in Africa. We're talking about now 38, uh, let's say 39, 38, 39. Okay. Or so. Uh, then uh, he was transferred, and he made uh, he made the uh, staff sergeant by by that time. He wanted to make his career uh, as a carabiniere. He became a staff sergeant, and he was assigned in 40, 41 actually at uh, Tor di Quinto. Uh, in Fiumicino, for the, the geographically, for the people who don't know where Fiumicino is, you know that the airport Fiumicino. So the, he was assigned right there at Tor di Quinto in Fiumicino, not far from where the airport is now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he was on the post for for uh, for many many years until the fatal year 1943. And you know what that happened when uh, Mussolini was dethroned and uh, uh, Italy became uh, allied with you with US right but for the f- right. three years the first three years we were allied uh, with uh, with you know who with uh, with Hitler which was Mussolini's right. biggest fall because uh, a little bit of history Al, Mussolini never never wanted to be with Hitler he considered him rude. He considered him uncouth. And uh, but Hitler, being the persuasive man that he was, he wooed Mussolini, and he liked him because we had uh, three colonies in the, in the, in North Africa, meaning Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and Somalia. Anyway, it's a long, it's a little bit of lesson for 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 historical sure. talking about. So now we are in the year forty-three. So. That Mussolini is no longer there. The Nazi have, have occupied Rome. The Nazis now they totally dislike uh, Italians. I mean, we're now their enemy. Right. You yes, know, that's, that's right. They're calling us dirty traitor, dirty Italian traitor, and they instituted the law. It was called the rappresaglia. It means that uh, re- uh, means uh, get in with you. You kill or injure one of us. Ten of you will die. Wow. Okay. Okay. Just to put everything in perspective, you know, it's, it's, I'm sorry that it has to take so long to explain. No, no, this is good. This is good. Yeah, go right okay. ahead. Now, are you familiar with, I'm sure you've been in Rome in the old Appian way, Tonte yes. Ardea Crine, where 333 Italians were shot by the Nazi. Mm. Okay. Because... Uh, uh, ten partisans, only just two partisans, killed 33 Germans. And, and they, this time they actually killed them. Yeah. So at random, the Germans, the Nazis, picked 333 innocent people. They shot them to death, and they're buried there now in in Tomber de Adrine. The same thing that happened with, with Salvo now, Salvo the Cristo. Now let's go back to Salvo. Am, am I losing you? Or no, nope, you're fine. No. Nope. Perfect. 
So now we are in 1943. Salvo d'Aquisto has is now staff sergeant, is a, is a, is a sergeant, and he is a, he, he has a post. I mean, the post is called Tor di Quinto in Fiumicino. So that was his post. Okay. In the same year, in in, in in September of 1943, Germans, uh, Nazi Germans, they were they were in their um, in their environment. They were resting. You know, as a matter of fact, some of them were crying, longing for their home. Some were were getting dressed. Some were half nude. You know, they were in their own post. Sure. Okay. All of a sudden, from the corner. Of, of their post, the caserma, the, you know, the, their quarters, a bomb exploded, okay, killing two the Germans and two were uh, were wounded, mortally wounded. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. The law, as I mentioned before, called rappresaglia, that means that we're going to get, even with you, you injure one of us, you know, we're going to kill ten of you. Yes. So at random, they went in the little town of uh, of Fiumicino, and there is a movie on it. I sent you some information, Al, uh, that people can can watch the movie. Okay. Unfortunately, it's in Italian with no subtitles, but at least there's a movie. So they they picked at random 22. Why 22? Well, they figured that two, two actually died. And two were wounded. Well, just for the heck of it, uh, to slap your wrist, we're going to pick up 22 of you. Yeah. Okay. At random, 22 Italians uh, picked up, and they took them to Fiumicino, the little town, and by the tower, the tower, which the tower is still there, and if we ever go to Rome again, we can visit. And they commenced, they ordered them to dig their graves. That was their style. You're going to dig the grave, mass grave, 22 people, and then we're going to execute you and, and uh, bulldoze you and so be it. So they will have dug when, their own grave, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When Salvo heard that, he immediately hopped on his bike. You know, back then, even this day, the Carabinieri, they move on a bike. Maybe nowadays they have cars. and So he hopped on the bike, and, and he raised as much as quickly as he could. He went over there. And he talked with the, 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 the officer in charge, who was, he was, was also a sergeant. Now, there was a, some kind of a, a military uh, respect from one military to another, even though they were enemies. He came over there, he saluted himself, and he says, well, he said, I'm here to, to, to let you know that these people are innocent. Well, the German says, how do you know? Because I do know it. As a matter of fact, I can go to right there as they're digging the graves, and I can interrogate them. He went over there, and he interrogated, and they, they said, no, absolutely, we, we have nothing to do. We, we haven't, you know. So he went back to the officer, and he said, uh, and this is one of the, the really the traumatic parts of, uh, of the story, and he said, without due respect, my people, no one... Did that. This was an accident. Perhaps it was a, was a, an over. Uh, you didn't oversee. You didn't in, in, right. investigate enough that there were ammunitions up mm -hmm. there. This German, 
he says, how dare you in a German, purely German Nazi fashion, how dare you insult the Third Reich of being, uh, of being uh, negligent, and he, he slapped him, he stripped him of his, uh, of his uh, grades and took his pistol, and he kept on slapped him, and he said, you, it, it's absolutely not. Go and go, keep on, we take the grave along with them. Got about 60 seconds, uh, Dino. Yeah, okay, how much you got left? Less than a minute. Oh, my gosh. Well, but to make the long story short, he went over there, started digging the, the grave al- along with the, 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 the others. In the meantime, the superior of this German came in and said, what's going on here? And he told him real, real quick. He called Salvo. He said, what, what are you doing? They salute themselves. Salvo said, uh, explained to him what happened. And Salvo said, uh, he turned around. He said, I did it. I'm the one who killed him. I know you. I have a, a and then, and they, I've done. And they took his life for that. Yeah. So, luckily, yes, uh, the officer, German officer. You know, thanks told- very much. Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. My guest, Dino Valley, is a voice teacher and opera performer from Italy. He's also a radio personality for 1440 uh, WMKM. Telling us a story which is probably uh, not very familiar to many of you, and that's what attracted my attention. It's the story of the uh, venerable Salvo de Cuisto, uh, who were up to the end of his life. He's twenty, just about 23 years old, not quite there yet. And it's uh, 1943. And he has, uh, he's a staff sergeant uh, with the Italian uh, Carabinari, um, and he's the elite police force, and he has learned that the Germans uh, were about to kill 22 civilians. Uh, This was in retaliation for the death of two uh, Germans who were killed when a, a munitions box exploded. And the Germans insisted it was sabotage, and so they're going to get their pound of flesh by killing these 22 civilians. Uh, when Salvo de Cristo hears about it, he races uh, to where these civilians are digging their own grave. Uh, so let's take it from there. He gets back. He sees the situation, Dino, and... He immediately begins talking with the German official in charge there, trying to persuade him that these civilians had not uh, engaged in an act of sabotage against the German soldiers. Uh, where does it go from there? First of all, I wanted to comment on you. You're a great journalist. You summarized uh, exactly what, what, what happened. Okay, so now... It, we, we, arrive, we arrive at the point that, uh, that Salvo begins, uh, after he's been stripped of his rights and, and everything, uh, he starts digging too. In the meantime, the officer, the, 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 the captain of, of the officer, of, of, of the Nazi, hears about this and comes in and starts interrogating Salvo. What are you doing? What's, what is going on here? And Salvo reiterated the whole thing. And he said, well, 
because you're one of us, this and that, we'll, we'll reduce the sentence to 20 instead of 22. He said, you don't understand, uh, you know, sir. Uh, it, it is, they, they are innocent. I am the one who, I'm the culprit. And the, 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 the German officer said, what are you talking about? Right. He, he knew he was lying. He said, no, it is me. And he insisted, he said, what are you talking about? It is me. So he reminded him, without due respect, under the, 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 your own law, when you find the culprit, you must execute him. So he, he condemned himself. Oh. So reluctantly, the officer says, okay, if you, if you, if that's the case, all of you, all 22 of you are free. And uh, this is the culprit. The under officer, the staff sergeant uh, of the, the Nazi said, it's impossible. It, it's not true. He said, sir, in through German fashion, obey the order. Hmm. This is the man. This is a culprit. Release the 22 and shoot him. And that is the, the end of, of, uh, of Salvo. So he was shot before he, he, he died. There is a rumor that he exclaimed, Viva l'Italia, Viva the freedom. Mm -hmm. He exclaimed something. But he was shot and uh, made a martyr. Uh, I mean, the, he received the gold medal and uh, uh, the... And, uh, the movement to make him a saint, martyr, has been going on ever since. And we all fell into this in, 19, in the year 2000, and, and that's what we've taken. Yeah. Uh, now it, you may ask why you, you know. Well, <laughs> what is, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an outstanding story, and a, a truly heroic, uh, and a young man at that. I mean, this was a fella uh, not quite uh, 23 years old yet, uh, was twenty two, yes. Yeah. No, so uh so how so what how do you play into this story yourself, Dino? How'd you how'd you get involved? Very good question. I am an honorary uh, carabiniere. My boy my, my my dear friend from from childhood is Captain Carlo Felice uh, for, not Captain, I'm sorry, General Carlo Felice Corsetti, and he is the, 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 the commander of the post Salvo d'Aquisto. Huh, I didn't know that. Okay, so I am an honorary uh, carabiniere, and uh, so my general says, Dino, what can you do to help us promote this in America? And the United States, we're covered. We're, we're, everybody knows about it. Uh, now, you, your task is to spread the word in the United States, go to churches, talk about it in the radio station, do whatever you mm -hmm, can, mm -hmm. make sure that it, uh, that uh, Salvo d'Aquisto, which uh, the post that you belong to, is named after Salvo d'Aquisto. And that's uh, how I fit in, because for the last six, seven years I've been going to Italy and doing concerts with the Banda of the Carabinieri, mm -hmm. uh, a pro program that I developed called What America Means to Me. Yes. Which I, that's how I got in real. So I feel like even though I never served as a Carabinieri, they made me an honorary Carabinieri. Yes. And I don't think what God, I don't know what God wants for me because I'm not worthy of this. But all of a sudden, 
there's a whole Carabinieri forces behind me to spread the word here in, in the United States. Well, it's, uh, I'm uh, very pleased. On top, on top of all that, the general asked me to, to, to write a poem. Him and I wrote a poem, and then I'm writing the music of which when he will be uh, a saint, that song will be sung. And again, another heavy burden on me. Now I have to I have to, I've already wrote, written the, the text, and I'm writing the music, something a la marcha, something that resembles the kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it's a call, call order. Why me, God? I don't know, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you'll also be able to compose within your range, right? <laughs> you won't have to... Oh, absolutely. It'll be in a baritone bar- bar- range. You can get into get that. And I'll send you a clipping when we get done with Please. That. So it, it's a lot, a lot to ask for, for a guy like me. Well, stay, again, I, stay in touch. Got... Stay in touch and let me know, you know how it's developing and we can talk again. This is, a, I think, a great story. And first time I've become familiar with it. You mentioned there is a movie. It's in Italian. and English subtitles are not there yet. Um, not there. But they'll they'll get the the story. It's like watching an old silent movie. Yeah. Uh, and just turn down the sound. But for those of who don't understand this, maybe they'll learn to pick up a word here and there. Yeah, the movie is was made in 1975, and it's a stellar stellar performance by one um, one Italian singer. His name is Massimo Ranieri. Which I, I don't know if I send it to you. There's a there's a uh, a site that people people can go and watch it. Yeah. And, yeah, go ahead and, and text me on that. That would that would be good. I'd I'd like to see it. And um, do you know? I would think this is a story that's certainly worth uh, somebody writing a book. Uh, are there books in Italian on this? Oh, absolutely, tons of books. There's yes, about okay. Five, there's seven books out. There's three movies out. Uh, the the whole. It's amazing. Something of this magnitude. It it's not taken off. But you know who started all? Saint John Paul II yeah. started taking and we go to Saint Maxim Maximilian Colby and then Edith Stein. We all we all we all this to to Saint John Paul II. Yeah. And there's so many stories. But this is so such a great, great story. Yeah. Such an heroic act by this young man. Why did he do it? He, he, it just uh, it's incredible. He mm. truly, truly was a master. You know. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here I am. Shoot me. <laughs> Let the poor guys. Well, Dino, oh. thanks so much. Uh, we will talk again uh, about this. Thank you, man. Thank you. Anything that you can do, I'll, I'll uh, you know, we'll appreciate it. Uh, just spread the word, and I'll, I'll keep in touch. As Very a, good. After I compose the music, maybe I'll su- surprise you, and I'll sing it. And, uh, but it's. A, you know what, what how music is, you know, they got seven notes and millions and millions of uh, combinations. My, my mind is just like a beehive. I want to do it a minor, I want to do it a major, I want to make a march, you know, so that's, that's, another, that's another story. All right. We'll talk again. Thanks, Dino. Uh, Dino Valley uh, telling us the story, which I is probably, uh, I'm assuming many of us, this is the first time we've heard the story of Salvo de Cuisto. Um, and maybe I'm showing my ignorance here, but this was, uh, we have, you know, this is what I was saying in the first segment of today's program where I talked about the, the world's debt to the Catholic Church. 
one of the reasons I believe the world has a debt to the Catholic Church is that it's introduced into the consciousness of the human race this vision of sacrificial love, uh, the imitation of Christ. And here in the case of Salvo de Cuisto, we see again a young man, his entire future. I mean, think about this. 22, almost 23 years old, uh, a man of apparently some competence since he was part of the elite uh, of the Italian police there. Um, he had come back to Italy to attend officer school. So, I mean, he was, he had a future ahead of him, but he found himself able to be um, a substitute. You might say a substitutionary atonement for those 22 who were scheduled for execution. And, um, He's the kind of person, we, we judge a movement, we judge an institution, we judge a community by their best, not by their worst. And when we look at those who have uh, been groomed by the Catholic faith through the sacraments, through the meditation on Christ, through the communion of saints— we have lots of people like this. Today, of course, is the memorial of St. Peter Claver, uh, one of the greatest heroes of, you might say, the social justice wing of the Catholic Church. Um, he is uh, often called the slave of slaves. He uh, was born in Barcelona, became a Jesuit. Uh, he was a person of deep intelligence and piety. Uh, what he thought was the prompting of the Holy Spirit. He volunteered to work in what was then known as New Spain. And uh, when he was there, he saw the unspeakable degradation of the captives who were brought in chains. Uh, you know, he, he saw the African slave trade is what he saw. And he resolved his, uh, that he was going to dedicate his life to serving them. Uh, we have a wonderful letter that Peter Claver wrote to his Jesuit superior. Uh, Bishop Barron, by the way, wrote a piece in the National Catholic Register that I'm drawing this from. Um, Claver wrote to his Jesuit superior and described the apostolic work that he was doing among the slaves. You know, after they came ashore, um, he, he describes them, these are hopeless people, they're staggering off the ships, they're stark naked, starving, disoriented. Many are so sick that they could barely stand. So Peter and his colleagues bring them fruit, water, uh, and they contrive to build a, a, a shelter. They do all of that, but they also present the gospel and instruct them in the truths of the faith. So you have within this one man the embodiment of the works of mercy, and also the proclamation of the gospel. We'll have the article uh, from Bishop Barron available in the uh, Crested Guest archives. Uh, I urge you to read it. <laughs>